Hey, and welcome back to The Clickdown. I'm Dan, we got Anna over there, and this time we've got Devin joining us. Hey, Devin, welcome. Hey, guys, thanks for having me. And quick intro, you are an SE at Citrix? Correct. What yeah. else? I'm a sales engineer by day, I guess, musician at night. Um, but yeah, working with enterprise accounts here in Texas. So we're going to have him sing on this podcast as well. Dan <laughs> and I decide. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, we're talking about the new LTSR uh, for virtual apps and desktops. So if you aren't familiar, the last LTSR, and we'll get into what the LTSR is, but the last one was, what'd you say, Anna, December of 2019? That's right, which seems like a lifetime ago at this point. So let's, what do you remember since the last LTSR release that happened in the world that's not related to COVID? So I had to Google it when you and I talked about this because I don't remember a lot pre-pandemic. I feel like it's going to be with like Christ, like after Christ and before Christ. I feel like that's how I'm going to define my life now, like pre-pandemic, post-pandemic, which is really sad. So I had to Google eventful things that happened in 2019. And one of the things that I had forgotten about was in 2019 was a year where the Notre Dame Cathedral in Paris burned down, which oh, yeah, I completely right. forgot about that. <laughs> um, so what do you remember pre-pandemic? What enlightened us with a history lesson? What happened in 2019 when the LTSR came out? Um, it's nothing as devastating as Notre Dame, but uh, um, it's on the tech side. So there's all these theories. Do you, do you know what quantum supremacy is? No. <laughs> so it's it's basically when a quantum computer can outperform a classical computer, you know, the ones we're using now. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they think it's going to be another five to 10 years. But Google, I think it was in 2020, claimed that their Sycamore quantum processor has achieved quantum supremacy. So it was able to do some type of calculation in like three minutes. And the estimate was that a classical computer would take 10,000 years. Oh my god! I don't know how you actually can figure out that a classic computer is going to take ten thousand years to do it, but they Google said they've already achieved quantum supremacy. Well, I guess it's Google. So if anyone's going to achieve it, it's them. Where are you? Yeah. If you have you <laughs> Devin, what about you? <laughs> I don't know. I I feel like everything is um <clears throat> pretty like you said pandemic or uh or post pandemic. I actually was in Asia right before. The pandemic hit so right around the time uh the last ltsr came out i guess i was in um japan and i had gone to china as well and so i, I basically came back from from china and it was immediately like oh well devin do you have, do you have coronavirus and i was like what is that and then about like two weeks later the news just blew up and i you know thankfully didn't get it in my my week in China, but it was, yeah, pretty, pretty wild to, to see the whole world kind of slow down immediately after I had, had traveled there. Remember when, you know, we thought that it was going to last like two weeks, or at least yep. I thought it was going to last two weeks <laughs> where my husband like ran out to the store. I had a newborn. So that was like right before the pandemic, I had my second child. And so I remember my husband running into my room I was putting her to sleep and, and he was like I need to run to the grocery stores things are going to run out and we need to stock up for the next two weeks until this passes and I got mad at him I was like oh my god why are you leaving me during bedtime 
So long story short, he went, he stocked up on random things that we didn't even end up eating because it was really random stuff that he found. And then here we are two years later and it's still not over. <laughs> and in in the beginning, we were doing those things where you'd you'd bring the groceries back and then you'd you'd wash all the groceries, right? You'd either 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 in the sink with some soap and a sponge or like just spraying them and then you like start taking showers the second you get back from the groceries and it was just like the different levels throughout the pandemic of of uncertainty and and yeah yeah we uh we actually it was december of 2019 um we we you know whenever we need it we always get like a a a pig slaughtered to fill up our freezer you know with new pork and everything like in sausage and everything else and we just happened to have to get a new pig in december of 2019 so when the whole thing hit it's like man we got tons of food (laughs) that was not an issue well, did your pig run out? Because it's still a pandemic. How many pigs have you oh, had yeah. to kill? <laughs> oh yeah, that's that, that's that was long gone. We've had to get another one already. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it's crazy. But it's been that long since we released the last LTSR, which is crazy. How much has happened since then? Right, like the whole world turned upside down. Uh, cathedrals burnt down. We also had the first all-women spacewalk. I also learned that, which I didn't know in 2019, which is pretty cool. Oh, that's right. You think with the whole space thing, I would have come up with that as the uh, yeah. I was shocked. I thought you were going to come out with a space fact, Dan. <laughs> uh, I'll save it for next time. Um. Uh, anyway, so let's jump in. I think people are tired of hearing us rant about random things because <laughs> we could stay here all day, but. So why don't we first jump in into what LTSR is? So I don't know, Dan, if you want to go through that and then we can take turns explaining the different components of it. All right. So LTSR, let's see if I get the acronym right, long-term servicing release. And that's about all I know. No. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> End of podcast. <laughs> hey, if I got the acronym right, that's bonus right there. It's 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 a it's a it's a longer term support model. That's kind of what LTSR means, long term. Um, it's that you don't get the the frequent updates, but it becomes I don't want to say a more stable environment because you know most of the releases are stable. It's that for organizations that can't handle the constant updates that you would get with like a cloud type of deployment, you can go with an LTSR, and with that you're getting I think it what is it a five year support that's built into it. Yeah. Um, whereas some of these faster releases, the support is much less. And so you're forced to upgrade constantly. Whereas LTSR, you have a longer uh, support environment or support structure. So you don't have to be under the gun of always trying to update everything in your on-prem environment. Yeah, that's exactly right. I remember I was still in the field when the first LTSR came out and it was customers, especially who were still fully on-prem could just, they couldn't keep up with the upgrade cycle because a lot of times it's not just doing the upgrade. It's all the bureaucracy and they have a lot of other things going on where they just can't keep up. So for our current release, we uh, that remains compliant for 18 months and we release that on a quarterly basis. Whereas with the LTSR, that gets released every two to three years, but you get five years of support and you can even add on an additional five years of extended support. So if you really wanted to, you could stay on that release for a full decade, which is 
a little bit crazy, especially with how fast technology changes. But, you know, if, if that's what you need, you have the ability to do that. So Devin now, so it's funny because Devin actually now um, works with the with the rep that I used to work. So we we shared customers in a way. We have some customers that I worked with. So, but it's been a while. I've been out of the field for a while. So Devin, what now? Like, what are you seeing in terms of like customers? Of course, we we encourage everyone to go to the cloud or to a current release if they can, but. You know, like where are you seeing customers utilize, you know, the the LTSR components? Yeah, I, I think a, a large base that we see a lot of LTSR is definitely in, in the healthcare customers, right? And, and other customers like um, finance and and really those industries where rolling out these changes and, and keeping up to date with some of these um, updates are uh, more difficult for, for the IT staff. And, and I think the name of the game is just keeping it running. Um, versus keeping the most current and the most updated. And I think that's kind of where the, originally it was LTSR versus current release now, but it's it's kind of shifting almost the conversation is LTSR slash current release versus the cloud um, updates path, right? So I think where we're seeing a lot more LTSR usage is, is in, in healthcare. And then we're also seeing, of course, a ton of our customers starting to adopt the cloud and moving to the cloud where, they're no longer worrying about any of those those upgrades and and instead the kind of the latest and greatest side of things are are automatically there right in the palm of their hands with um the the cloud model instead yeah it's that, that's one of the things that's nice about the cloud is like I can't tell you how long it's been since I've actually installed a delivery controller and I just don't worry about that anymore it's it's quite nice although I'm not running a production environment but I do have a lab it's like oh thank god I don't have to install the <laughs> delivery controller every every 3 months or so and it it makes proof of concepts for customers so much faster too i mean just setting up the environment and and managing it and testing it is just incredibly incredibly fast when when you're setting it up do you just ever you know go through the uh, setup with a customer and you, you just yell out abracadabra there we go well and it, it's funny cuz w- one of the screens actually says uh, go ahead and take a short coffee break while we set up the rest of this for you so um abracadabra <laughs> coffee break either or <laughs> either one works <laughs> um and i think one of the you know one of the questions that we always get with LTSR is in terms of, right? Like if if it's a 10 year extended support, five years of just normal support, like what happens if there's any like bug fixes that need to be made or any security updates? And that's a part of LTSR. While we don't have, you know, the, the updates with all the features, we do have cumulative, cumulative updates that come out that, you know, take care of any bugs, um, any fixes, any security vulnerabilities that might be um, needed. So it's not like we just leave you to, you know, to fend for yourself. And if there's any bugs, like we do have those CUs available in case, um, in in case you need them. I also think uh, one of the other things that I remember from being in the field is you know, like we come out with a lot of features and functionalities, but there are certain use cases where they just need the basics and they don't need all those extra belts and whistles. And the best way that I related um, to is like, my mom is not a technology person, so she never upgrades her phone ever. Like every time I see her, I have to check and I upgrade her phone. And I mostly upgraded 
for security reasons, right? Like if there's a bug fix or something, like she needs to have the latest operating system to be secure. But 99.9% of the additional features that come out with those updates, she will never use. And so the LTSR, that's how I see it, right? Like you could still remain secure with the cumulative updates if your users don't need those extra bells and whistles that come out with um, the current releases that are released on a quarterly basis. Yeah, and I think that's a good kind of parallel to draw looking at like iOS 15 versus, you know, maybe your mom's out there running iOS 8 or something where where that that old school phone, not quite a brick phone, but, you know, getting there. But a- another cool thing, I think, to 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 the point of the current releases over LTSR or even, even the cloud releases, it's just overall optimizations as well, right? When, when you're updating your iPhone, you're hoping sometimes that things are going to be running quicker and... Um, other, other details are going to be more ironed out and optimized. And I think that, um, that that's what you see sometimes when you switch to some of these newer LTSRs and, and um, current release too is, is the um, just optimizations on top of those additional features and, and new functionalities too. And, you know, you mentioned like, like healthcare is usually sticks with the LTSR releases, you know, because it's a highly regulated environment and it's hard to, keep up with all the changes but if you think about it you know once they've installed it they've got it working and using the system it's optimized for for their different types of applications and a lot of the releases that come out you know on on a quarterly basis um, add new capabilities and so if you're not taking advantage of those you know kind of it's like stay with the LTSR Um, and I have a feeling like you know with urine healthcare the healthcare apps are not changing very often so all of a sudden, like, you know, there's been some new things that came out, like like FIDO2 redirection. You probably don't need that in the healthcare environment right yet, just yet. You might in a few years, but, you know, for over the last two or three years, chances are they're not going to be using FIDO2. So, you know, for those type of environments, yeah, it makes total sense sticking on this whole LTSR release, release cycle. Yeah, and I think that that really is where it comes into a... Some customers, it makes more sense than other customers to to do that LTSR. If, if you're a customer and you have the IT staff to to update that site and 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 you want to test out and utilize some of the newer um, features and functionalities, then then maybe that makes sense for for you to do the the current release model or or look into cloud either. So. Yeah, and I think one of the questions that we get every time we release an LTSR because they're not that often is like, what do I get? Like, what is the difference between, you know, the nineteen twelve LTSR, this new LTSR that will be um, coming out pretty soon, um, and then the current release? And basically, every like all that we're doing is we're taking all the features and functionalities from all the current releases that came out since the last LTSR came out and we're packaging that into this new LTSR. Did that make sense or did I just confuse Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So basically everything since 1912 LTSR from the current releases, so 2003 all the way to, to 2112 um, are included in, in this new 2203 LTSR version. So exactly. It's covering all the gaps and all the bases that the current release users were getting kind of along the way since the last LTSR. 
And we have a really good matrix. Like I won't go through it because that will take forever. Like we'll, we'll point out a couple of things, but there's an entire matrix that shows you like functionality that got released with each current release since the last LTSR. Um, so I'll include that in the link so that you can see, cause there is a lot of capabilities. I think one of the big ones for me is just the, the added support for additional operating systems that wasn't included as a part of the 1912, right? A lot happened in two years. And so being able to support these newer operating systems, I think is key for a lot of customers. So um, that's one of the benefits of upgrading to, you know, this this new LTSR if you are on the 1912 one. Right. So any customers who are utilizing Windows 11 or looking to Windows Server 2022 or even some um, newer Linux platforms as well, there's definitely support there. And other things like like even just Microsoft Teams optimizations and better control over allowing things like multi-window sharing and um, app sharing, gallery view, giving control on, on Teams screen control. So a ton of stuff, like you said, there's, there's that matrix, which I think customers can read through and see what makes more sense to them um, on top of just overall enhancements to, you know, adaptive throughput and HDX technologies. So... Yeah, there's there's been quite a few things on the HDX side of things, um, especially with like three pro, you know, I think the last video I saw was something like 4k resolutions 90 frames per second. And then, you know, there's more adaptive aspects to it. So instead of setting stuff and hoping you pick the right configuration, um, you just let the adaptive aspects of this happen. So now it's like adaptive audio, you know, and it's going to adjust your audio low, medium, high automatically based on based on your whole network and, and the situation that you're in right now. So hopefully, you know, we're relying on web conferencing software a lot more. And so hopefully this makes, you know, the audio work work even better uh, in a DAS or VDI. I guess this would be DAS. And no, it would be VDI too. Or no, it would be DAS and VDI, I would think, because it's, it's uh, your hosts could be on-prem. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. (laughs) I'm (laughs) confusing myself. You are. And you're confusing me now. Um, So another thing that I think a lot of, you know, customers ask is the ability to mix and match, right? Like, can you have LTSR components and current release components? And how does that work? And so um, the answer is yes, you can mix and match, right? As long as that specific component is supported, right? Like you're not on a current release component that is not supported anymore but as long as you are on all the components are supported uh you know we allow that the only thing is that those components that are on cr won't get the ltsr benefits of that extended five-year support so you can't have a mix and match environment and then you know expect that a current release will have five-year support so so in terms of what customers need to be prepared and ready for the new LTSR release, there are kind of two different ways that you can you can migrate or um, do an in-place upgrade, right? So either, either you're doing that upgrade on your current environment live or you're doing that upgrade on a, a separate environment and then migrating over. In terms of what we would recommend, of course, we'd recommend kind of the migration side of things where you know that you don't have a live environment that you're going to be updating and potentially putting, um, I don't want to say to danger, but right when when you're doing that in-place upgrade, it's going to be more risky than if you have uh, a separate upgrade that you can kind of migrate over to. So 
in terms of what you need to prepare for that, of course, it's going to be um, ensuring that whatever servers you're putting those um, control plane infrastructure on are going to be with the proper OS versioning um, and every everything like that. Yeah, that's basically it, right? Any anything else, Dan? Anything else on your end that I that I left out from that side of it? You know, I I, I honestly can't think of think of anything on this. Um, and it's, I mean, the difficulty for me is that I don't do LTSR. Um, our lab environment, it's, you know, we're, we're using the, the, the cloud service. So, you know, we're on the, the cloud release. Um, you know, we're probably not doing the best job of keeping the VDA updated, you know, on the, uh, on the actual, uh, but I, I think that's the beauty of that's the beauty of cloud too is that the VDAs don't need to be on the most recent current release, right? And having yeah, a, true. a recent LTSR is, is enough for cloud. And that's I, I think a direction that that some customers are even considering now is as a new LTSR version comes out, it's like, well, should we just move to cloud now and and not go through another LTSR migration or, or upgrade? Should we just now switch to just cloud and and never have to worry about another LTSR again, right? And it's, it's interesting because, you know, some, you know, like you're mentioning healthcare, you know, highly regulated, you know, the control plane, I mean, who cares, you know, from the actual getting work done, um, for, you know, the physicians and, and everything like that. Um, what matters are your VDI or DAS hosts that are running those applications. And like you said, if those don't need to be updated in like, you know, with new versions of the, of the client software, then it's like, who cares about the underlying infrastructure? Just have someone else deal with it. Yeah, I, I totally agree. And I, I think that's the direction some of our, some of our customers are moving. Some, of course you have your laggards, but I think when we're talking about the control plane, it, it's almost the control plane and the resources are two completely separate things. And I think sometimes people hear Citrus Cloud and they think, oh, or like Azure, do they have their own? They're going to host our resources for us. But really, it's specific to that control plane side of things, right? And and what you get with the the cloud release model is is you never worry about that. All you worry about is the VDAs. And as long as they're on a, a, a recent LTSR, um, you're good to go. Yeah, it's it's probably a, a bad name calling it Citrus Cloud because it's like... <laughs> I'm not going to freaking run on Citrix Cloud. I want to at least be on Azure or Google or AWS. <laughs> I want to be on one of the big hyperscalers, not Citrix Cloud. And like, that's, no, no, and no, that's where the different. control plane is even hosted on, on Azure, right? So when we're, when we're saying we're hosting the resources for you, we are. And, and with, of course, the high availability side of things and, and disaster recovery, and then um, even with service continuity, it's gotten to the point where uh, your users are still going to be able to connect to their resources regardless of what's happening with Citrix Cloud in a way that's... That's like local local host cache on prem, almost almost even more um, guaranteed connectivity and 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 uptime than than what you get on prem. So, no, I was gonna say like basically in summary, it's one of those things where we're giving you the options, right? And we understand that there's specific use cases. It doesn't even have to be like this. Is what I would tell my customers. It doesn't even have to be your whole environment, right? Like you may have a very specific use case that you know. LTSR makes sense. And then for the rest of your users, you know, go to a current release, a Citrix cloud model. So it, it's not a one or nothing. Like you, we're giving you options. And so 
I'm excited that we're, you know, we're shipping. I think it's been long overdue. It's been over two years. And so I think customers who have LTS are excited to get all these new features and functionalities without, you know, having to be on a current lease if that's what they, they choose to do. So. Should we make any predictions on what will happen in the world between this LTSR release and the next LTSR release? We should. Will this be the last LTSR or will there be another LTSR? Mm. Let's see in two years, that will be 2024, maybe 2025. The newest variant of COVID will be out and we'll still be wearing masks. (laughs) (laughs) Omega. That's the final one. (laughs) Actually, actually 2024 is that right? Yeah, twenty twenty. The spring of twenty twenty four, there'll be another total eclipse across the U.S. Going mm. through Texas, Anna. Will I get the day off, Dan, to watch it? Heck yeah, I'm taking the day off. I'm <laughs> taking like a week off to drive to drive south. Are you coming to Texas? We haven't decided what we're doing yet. Um, we're gonna road trip with some friends that we did last time to head down to Tennessee last time. So when was the last one? Twenty seventeen. Oh wow! Nice. Okay, so I'm putting that, taking time off in my calendar in 2024. (laughs) Request it today. Request it today already. Request it today. (laughs) (laughs) And then what else is going to happen? Hopefully, I'll have graduated. I started my MBA. So in two years, maybe I'll be done with it, potentially. I'm still disappointed about where you went. I know. My husband is too. It almost (laughs) cost a divorce. Not really, but kind of. So... Go Hoosiers. <laughs> Anyways, all righty. I think we can end this episode on a good note. I'm excited to see the LTSR come out, and we will see you guys next time on the Clickdown. Down.